Hi, back to uh, Truth and Life today again. Uh, welcome. Once again, we have Dr. John Newfeld, the Bible teacher for Back to the Bible Canada with us. And we have special guest, Terrence Ralston, president of Focus on the Family Canada. Welcome, Terrence. Uh, thanks, Ben. It's great to have you, man. Uh, I've known you a number of years now. Uh, I think probably now it's actually probably about 15, 16 years ago, we actually took a bike trip together yeah. uh, with some friends from Insight for Living. And uh, so I remember Still that enjoy well. bike riding. So. Still enjoy <laughs> bike riding, yeah. <laughs> that is the motor kind. Yeah, that is the motorcycle, <laughs> not the, uh, yeah. Pedal but kind. it's great to have you here. You know, you've got such a, a, a breadth of experience and understanding about family, about parenting and about marriage. And so we're grateful that you're going to be able to help us maybe peek into the culture a little bit today, uh, along with Dr. John. So, so let's get right to it. Uh, you know, we live in interesting times for parenting. I think John said it's not always been the most difficult times. There's other times in history that have been probably as difficult, if Absolutely. not more so. Absolutely. We should but stop you, living in fear. Yeah, but, but this is our time. This is and our time. so it's Amen. the most relevant time for us. And I've got to ask you, what are you discovering are some of the more significant challenges parents are facing today? I think parents are faced with the pace of change. And in the pace of that change, currently in Canada, as an example, is the culture around us is choosing ideologies, choosing to legalize things, uh, changing the uh, context of home through technology, not a choice of culture, but an adaption of culture around technology. I think that pace of change, the uncertainty of what that means and how it impacts family life day in, day out, parents are grappling to catch up. They, they, they don't know all that it means. They see some consequences, say, in the use of technology, uh, don't know exactly how to help their child or what boundaries to set. And so they're, they're really trying to kind of grapple with this pace of change today. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we would have to believe, and we do believe, uh, that the Bible continues to be relevant in instructing us on how to be parents even today. Yeah, I think we'd want to say that what the Bible presents us are timeless principles. I do think that we need to find out how to apply those timeless principles to the very things that you're talking about, Terrence, right? I mean, for instance, you're talking about the kind of technology that we have, but I, I need to say, uh, Terrence, I'm the generation, I'm the first generation that was raised on television. Mm. So as a matter of fact, you know, prior to me, people were raised by their parents' stories. Now we got raised by Gilligan's Island and all these other stories, right? Everybody was tearing their hair out and saying, I don't know that we can handle that. So, you know, there's always that panic mode, but I think we need to calm down and say, you know, but they're still God's children and still God has sent his Holy Spirit. And, you know, there's, there's all those weapons of our spiritual warfare that we have. So I, I I'd agree. And I'd say that even parents' is, uh, parents, uh, you know, attention is there, maybe their anxiety around it is only indicative of what God puts on their heart, which is the well-being of their kids. So we in the faith community, obviously through discussions like this, helping to disarm the tension, but reinforcing the admirable desire to do well with our kids, to help them do the best in the context of this, to help parents kind of draw closer to their children in the context of that, rather than farther away in confusion, draw near. I think that's how you not only have an engagement in the, in the process of change, but then you f go back to those truth principles that are consistent uh, tenets of our faith, weave them into all of those conversations, all of those experiences, and that is consistent. You know, the gospel message hasn't changed. God's love for us hasn't changed. Salvation 
is key to every parent's heart for their child. And so finding in the context of, a, say, the anxiety of a moment to reinforce the peace of God and the fact that faith helps us walk through all of these things as the Spirit of God guides us, and that we can be rooted in, in, in Christ and find that security in the midst of change. Things like that. The tenets of our faith do not change. We've got to bring them forward in the context of today. You know, I think that's really insightful because I, I, I don't know if I thought about it that way before, but really what the church needs to be doing is bringing a calm to people. Uh, in the midst of all the things that are going on, and we know uh, uh, when, this, when, when this program airs, uh, Parkland episode with the killings at the Parkland High School in, in Fort Lauderdale, uh, that took place. And, and so all these things that happen like that, I think, increase the anxiety of parents to parenting, increase people's thoughts about whether I should be bringing a child into this world. Yeah. And yet what we're doing, in essence, we're sort of giving up to the culture and taking God out of the, the, the picture because ultimately he's in control. Ultimately, he is the one we have to rely on. I think also that, uh, Terrence, maybe you want to talk about this because, I mean, some of the issues that we face, obviously violence in the community, but sexuality is always the, the big issue on a lot of parents' minds. How do I handle all of the gender identity questions that you're getting asked? But Terrence, I also think that, that parents shouldn't think of doing this alone. I mean, we are in concert with a church community, we're in concert with youth pastors, but we also have resources like Focus on Family. Um, so, you know, there are resources that are available to parents that they, that they should know. You know, it's just not, you know, myself and my spouse against the whole world. Right? Yes. In fact, I think it's a wonderful beauty of the body of Christ is that we're a community. And that in that community over time now, through, through the last number of decades, we have these organizations like focus on the family that can provide a whole host of resources uh, to parents today, not just to tackle these new issues, mm -hmm. but amongst our most requested resources, how to instill faith into our children. Wow. You know, yeah. prob programs like Adventures in Odyssey, which are just you know, audio theater for kids and things. Things that are just, parents' heart cry is to let their child walk in the ways of the truth of the God that they know. And so we can come alongside our kids in that, and there's lots of resources to help instill faith in our children today. And Focus on the Family has a, has a lot to offer. You know, recently we had a conversation uh, with a gentleman from, I believe it's called the Legacy Coalition, mm -hmm. who is focusing on grandparents. And I don't know if you know about this. Mm -hmm. And he had done a lot of research uh, throughout North America as to how the church was helping grandparents influence their grandchild's lives intentionally in the faith. And he saw that there was just a dearth. It was virtually non-existent in respect to intentionally coming alongside of grandparents. But we need to be doing that as the church. And I wonder, you know, are we getting away from that thing that you both talked about now, the church's influence? Does the church have the same impact upon family uh, as it has in the past? And I want to say that, that the next generation is hungering for community. Um, the virtual community is not a community because you have individuals who feel alone while they're, you know, they're friending all over the place, but they find themselves alone. So a living, breathing, flesh community is so, uh, there's a hunger, I would argue, in the next generation. And so to build those kind of resources into local churches, 
I, I think it's going to be much more impactful than it may have even been in the past. That would be my view of the thing. Uh, that's a great word, a great message. And uh, we're going to stop for now. Uh, we're going to uh, go to a commercial, I guess. It's the first time I ever said that word, but a commercial uh, uh, with Truth and Life today. But join us in a couple of minutes as we come back, and we're going to talk about some of the more specifics of parenting, perhaps, and maybe different things we can do, how we can respond uh, to some of the challenges parents are facing. We'll be back in just a minute. Hi, thanks for joining us again with Truth and Life today. And today we have, of course, Dr. John Newfeld with us. He'll be with us virtually every week because wow. you're back to the Bible's Bible teacher. <laughs> so that's fantastic to have you here again today. And Terrence Ralston, president of Focus on the Family Canada, a good friend uh, with an incredible organization that you have the opportunity Amen. to lead and the privilege of leading. Thanks for being here. Thanks Honor. so much. Honor. You know, I got to ask you uh, specifics, I guess. Uh, are there particular things that parents are coming to you guys about and saying, Help me with this. Yes, uh, lots of them. Uh, maybe I could pick one or two. Um, I think parents feel that in their household with kids on the move, lots of activities, uh, that they're passing ships in the night. You know, they're, they're kind of just managing the in and outs of, of traffic flow, you might say, in the home. So a real honest, practical uh, tip that really works is set mealtimes together. Yeah. Sit around the dinner table, make it a priority, and then be intentional about introducing some things you can talk about. You know, it might be a devotional. It might be just a topic of concern. So what happened today? And then weave in not just a, a, a listening interest, but weave in some truth from, from God about how we can encourage our children in the context of that. I wouldn't, you know, use the hammer at the dinner table, make it a pleasant place to be, you know, make it a place where the, the kids ultimately say, no, that was just a really rewarding time together. But listening ears with intentionality and then that togetherness are significant contributors to the well-being of families and the well-being of children. You know, earlier we had the opportunity to chat before the program. Uh, you brought up something that I thought was really interesting, and that's uh, the concern of parents now, how to deal with their adult children and how to continue to parent uh, in our culture today. We get requests for lots of information, but that's kind of creeped up the list in the last number of years. In our top 10 is, you know, how do I, how do I parent? That's generally the question. How do I parent my adult children? And it's not a, a straightforward answer because clearly not every adult child is in the same place. You know, are they in the home? Are they not in the home? Are they married? Are they single? Are they, you know, working through challenges in their own life? Are they on a good trajectory? It's not as if there's a one answer fits all. But it's generally around the context of, you know, we've got a bit of attention. Uh, they don't seem to be progressing in their adult life the way we thought might be the case, maybe what our experience was, maybe what we're even seeing in their, our friends' uh, families. And so they begin to say, well, how do I assist them to, to engage appropriately to mature and advance and to succeed in life? You know, as you mentioned that, I, you know, I've been reading all sorts of literature that say, you know, we need to think about adolescence as going to 35, and you've got all sorts of dates like that. And, and I just keep thinking, there are ways in which parents can cut the adolescent period down a hair. 
Um, but I do think that we need to be providing kids with the kind of resources that they need so that they indeed can grow up. Yeah. And that parents, on the other hand, need to stop feeling that their self-authentication is that my kids keep needing me, yeah. um, but that we actually release them uh, to let them be that. Terrence, I want to tell you a little story, and, and it has to do with our own kids. Uh, my wife and I made an agreement with our kids that when they graduated from high school, we wanted to pay for them to have a big, grand, worldwide adventure, but they had to do it with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So two of our kids went off to Cape and Ray. One of our, our son went off to a place called Belfast Bible College, and they uh, traveled at the same time. But I'll never forget a, a, a letter we got back from our oldest daughter. She was in Bordeaux, France. She had tried Bordeaux wine. And I had written her, and I said, I'm really concerned, honey, you got freedom now. And she then wrote me back and she said, Dad, I want you to know what Jesus is doing in my life. Mm -hmm. And I just had this sense, we're going to let them go, but at the same time, we're trusting that some of the things that you know, God has allowed us to teach in their lives have been cemented by the Holy Spirit, and they're not letting go of that stuff. Yeah. So I think courage is called for. Yes, and I think it's, it's a test of our own faith to be able to surrender our children to the Lord and believe He's going to care for them, yeah. if you know what I mean. But I do think, you know, just practically speaking, you know, we often talk about parents setting boundaries with their kids when they're young. Sometimes when it gets into the adult years, parents need to give themselves the boundaries. You know, I'm not going to, you know, express my opinion to them about this. I will express it when they ask for my opinion. You know, setting the boundaries of, I won't keep paying for those similar expenses Amen. ongoing. <laughs> I am going to stop paying for those expenses. So there's some very practical things and there's, you know, there's good books now that are out on this, some of our best sellers. Uh, we just wrote a recent email on this, this topic. So there's things that right now, if, if, if the viewers are, are tuned in, they can just go to our website at focusonthefamily.ca and get those tools for them. Yeah, and we do really commend people to do that. It's such a delight to be able to be involved in this way because I believe our hearts are the same, our, our minds are the same, you know, in respect to the Word of God and it being really the place where people will ultimately find their direction in every issue of life and of faith. John, any words of encouragement for our parents out there? You know, I do remember, and you know, I told you, Terrence, before we began that we raised our kids on Dr. James Dobson's uh, book on uh, Dare to Discipline, and that became for us just this valuable resource that we used. Um, and then, um, you know, all the other stuff that you had, we, you know, we used those resources as well. So focus on the families really close to our heart as, as moms and dads. Um, but I, I want to give this, this word of hope to parents, uh, Ben, and, and I think the word of hope is uh, trust the Holy Spirit and don't give up on your kids. Don't ever close the door on your kids. Keep lines of communication open. And if the wheels have fallen off, plead their case before the throne of the Father and believe that the Father loves your kids more than you ever could. You know, because once you come to that conclusion, you'll recognize that you have a very strong ally in, in heaven who is working on your behalf. Yeah. I guess another word to add to that is Take your own faith seriously. Absolutely. I mean, unless you're absorbing yourself in your journey with Christ, it'd be very difficult to, uh, I don't know, do those things which Christ would recommend you do in respect to your parenting. So we're really encouraging people, you know, first and foremost, you know, walk with Christ. Amen. Get to know Him through the study of His Word. 
And I just think by knowing more and more of Christ, you'll know, you'll have the answers for these challenging questions of parenting as well. Well, thanks, guys. You've been fantastic. Uh, It's great to be with you, and uh, I know we're going to talk again, and we're going to talk again in another episode down the road on marriage. So we're looking forward to that, and I know our wives are looking forward to that as well. (laughs) So God bless. Thanks so much for joining us on Truth and Life today. And remember, you can hear and see all of our programming at truthandlife.ca.